Welcome to The Well Drop, Own Your Wellness. I'm your host, Amber Berger. And I'm Dina Wismer. We are mothers, friends, wellness experts, and self-described warriors who have each experienced our own unique personal wellness journeys. We are your wellness friends here to give you drops of wisdom we've discovered over the years that actually work. Wellness, what is it really? The struggle is real and we're here to help sift through the noise. We are so excited today to welcome Allison Kane here to the show. Allison is my neighbor, my wonderful neighbor and friend. But not only that, she is a mother, she is an entrepreneur, she is founder of Allison Kane and Company and Kane Consulting. Allison Kane and Company creates products for families that are plant based, that are safe that address a variety of ailments that come up on a day-to-day basis. Allison has come up with creations that she started at home in her own kitchen, right? That are now available to many people to help. And she is somebody who is just a wealth of information about health and wellness and how to make things work at home and on a budget, mentally, physically, spiritually, and all of that. So we are so excited to have her here. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. How is everyone today? We are great. We're so excited to have you. You are basically superwoman. (laughs) (laughs) Superwoman mama. (laughs) There's so much to get into with you. And it's like we don't even know where to begin, especially talking about your business. You have a laundry list of a professional (laughs) background. You're a holistic coach. You make products. You're a mother. Can you tell us about the inspiration behind your product line? And when did you start? Um, My kids and my nieces. About 15, 16 years ago, my nieces and my youngest son all have eczema. My youngest son and one of my middle nieces, eczema was so bad. It looked like sores, scars Mm -hmm. all over their face. How old was she at the time? She... Well, she's 26 now, so... <laughs> Let's do the math. Let's do the math. <laughs> You're the same 15. age, but she's gotten older. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and married. Oh. And she's now an OBGYN. Amazing. Wow. Maybe about 12, yeah. 13 at the time. And my sister, as well as I, we kept trying to figure out ways we could help them with their eczema because it kept them up. It was itchy. It made it look like sores. Some of it made sores because they were scratching so much. Oh, wow. And the doctors would say, oh, try Aveeno, try this, try that, try oatmeal baths. It was actually my grandmother who said, well, why don't you try aloe? Or why don't you try this? And I was raised by my great-grandmother and my grandmother. Even though my parents are alive, they were just very busy with work. They did home remedies. I was raised on home remedies. If you can tell, I'm a Southern girl from the South. I've only been in New York for about five years. So I was raised on home remedies and holistic medicine. There's nothing better than that. I think that, you know, generations know how to heal best because Mm -hmm. they had no other choice. And there's nothing better than diving into a good home remedy. So what was that home remedy? What was that consisting of? So at the time, I took some oatmeal. I took some activated charcoal. And I took some aloe and I mixed it together and I made it into a paste. And I actually put it on the skin. And the crazy thing about it is I layered it with a little bit of honey. Wow. Because honey is actually back from Egyptian times. It helped with anti-inflammatory. It helped with soothing, with bacteria. It also helped protect your skin. Like if you had an open wound or an open sore. And 
Actually, they started getting better. Both of them started getting better. And my friends were like, you should sell this. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is this? How quickly did you start to see a change? It took about a month. That's not bad. To actually start seeing a change in my youngest son. And how often did you apply it? I applied it like twice a week. That's it? I think if I had done it more, I would have seen the change sooner. Wow. But I applied it like twice a week. But in between, I was giving an oatmeal bath and I also started using black soap. Black soap, oh my gosh, it's like six, seven dollars a bar now. Yeah, no, buy. that really became a trend. I was using that I, back yeah. in the well, day. Well, it's funny, that's actually a question of mine is you see so many different kinds on the market. Is it know? all real? Right? Do you know? I mean, I feel like there's so much out there and I, I don't know that it's the real stuff. Some of it isn't, some of it is. You have to look at the ingredients. Mm -hmm. or you have to ask about the ingredients because they'll add a lot of things like parabens, mm -hmm. yep. fragrances. You know, we all love to smell good, especially if we're using soap. You don't want to go out of the house and somebody's like, ooh. Mm -hmm. Hey, how you? As, as my husband did to me the other day. <laughs> I was running outside, I come home, and he goes, oh. <laughs> what do you put on? Yeah, you smell like outside. Yeah, yeah. Especially here in New York, you have no idea what, is in the ground on the air oh, yeah. and now with the smoke from mm -hmm. Canada we don't know what that smoke is bringing towards the US so what is in it that can get on your skin black soap was very very helpful and the oatmeal baths and I actually didn't buy the oatmeal soaps and I didn't buy the oatmeal from Aveeno and Eucerin and everything like that I actually took actual oatmeal yep Made it yourself. And made it myself. And I ground it up into a powder. I didn't just throw oats into it. I ground it up into a powder and I made them soak in the bathtub. So with that and the black soap, I actually now make black soap. But with that and the black soap and the paste, mm -hmm. it actually made their skin a lot better. So if you see him now, he doesn't look like he's ever had eczema. Unbelievable. Now, he still has it a little bit in his head, but that's because I can't use the paste and stuff in his actual head because the hair right. blocks so everything. Even I have to shave him bald. <laughs> then on top of that, what a lot of people don't know is everything you put in your body comes out of in your hair. If I don't want him to eat, <laughs> take this medication that he needs for his autism and his other ailments just so I can clear up his eczema. It's a balance. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's balance. A balance. Yes. It can't be perfect. That's what this is all about, doing what you can do, you know, and trying not to stress what you can't do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and I love that just from like a challenge that one of your kids had, you really took it to the next level and were physically making your own ingredients to, and then you saw a difference and then that inspired you to bottle it and now you're selling it online. Mm -hmm. And you alluded to, I know that you are very proud of the fact that your your products are plant-based mm -hmm. and, and yes. we talked about how important that is. Can you elaborate on that? And also you mentioned parabens and other things that me you don't specifically include in your products <laughs> and why that is. Everything is plant-based because like I said, I'm holistic and I was raised with my great grandmother. So it wasn't something where we could go out to the store. She had a farm. So she was, oh, take this herb, mm -hmm. take that herb, do this, take that. It wasn't until I was maybe 21 that I, I honestly had city water because we had well water growing up. Mm -hmm. Everything that I know is plant-based. Yeah. Everything that I know 
is a home remedy. I didn't have the access to a lab to synthesize or parabens or anything like that. And also I found out that there are a lot of bad things in skincare products. If you don't read, you won't know. Some people don't know there's formaldehyde in some of the products in the U.S., that's embalming fluid. <laughs> You're putting yeah. something you would put inside a dead person on your skin. <laughs> Crazy. I think we've forgotten really? to read labels. I really do. I yes. think we've forgotten to actually look at the label before we make a purchase and see what is in what we're about to put on our body. And also, can you talk about the absorbency of skin? How absorbent is your skin barrier and how important it is to actually pay attention to what you're putting on your skin because it's so it goes right through you. Skin is actually the first absorption. It is very absorbent. It is like a sponge. If you've gone ever gone out into the rain, come back inside and your skin has felt moisturized, it's because your skin yes. has absorbed all of that water. And you really have to be careful with what you use on your clothes when you go outside. That's why even with my kids, whenever they go outside, I literally, they come in the house. You've got to change your clothes. clothes. Take off your clothes. Take a bath. (laughs) Take off your shoes when you come to the door. I don't care if you're maintenance. You take off your shoes when you come to my door because I do not know what you're tracking inside. And if my kids step on that, that's immediately absorbed in their skin because your skin absorbs very, very quickly. When people get sick, they think, oh, it's something I inhaled or something I ingested. But in all honesty, it could be something that you got on your skin. Somebody sneezes and they don't cover their mouth towards you, that air goes towards your skin. We're in a subway. And even though the subway is great transportation, imagine all of those people and what they have on their skin. I used to work in a restaurant when I was about 16. And our manager literally would make us not only wipe down the tables, but wipe down the chairs because you didn't know if somebody had something on their skin or if they had a cut or something. And that would get on the chairs. Imagine you sitting in the chair. (laughs) Makes you not want to go to a restaurant now. Now my stomach's turning. (laughs) I'm actually picky about, I'm OCD about restaurants I go to. I just was thinking, wear pants. (laughs) <laughs> but it can get wear your clothes. Wear your pants washed in. Make sure that it's not toxic. That you're not yes. washing it in anything toxic. This brings me to also keep staying well, right? So that when you are exposed to things, body can respond in an appropriate way, mm-hmm. which leads me to thinking about some of my favorites of your products, which are focused on women's health. Amber and I have been so excited to dive right into these products because I think it's so unique and so special that you focus on, you have products that are specifically for men, but you also have these products that are specifically for women's anatomy. Can you, <laughs> and keeping... be disgusting vulvas, people. Get ready. <laughs> you said that. I, I was inching there. Oh. We're going to make Dina very uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm super Vaginal excited. steaming or V-steam. But it's yes. all about keeping mm-hmm. that part of the body healthy, healthy. right? Yes. And so what are we talking about? What is vaginal what steaming? What are Vaginal oils. And why do we need to do this and need this in our life? Vaginal steaming is something that is in Africa, Asia, um, other parts of the country. And what it does is it helps clean you out. So like you steam your face and it opens your pores and it gets rid of all the muck and the dirt. It's the same thing with your vagina. What people don't know is it goes in your body. If you're having sex, whatever that was goes into your body. So be careful who you have sex with. Yes, Yes. and you can absorb it into your skin. That's why STIs are very bad. And that's why you can get urinary tract infections because of the fact that stuff goes into your body. 
Once again, we go back to what are you washing your clothes in? That kind of underwear you wear, wear, the materials. And are you wearing underwear? Because you actually have some people who think that not wearing underwear is healthier. In all honesty, it's really not because what type of pants are you wearing? And you can sit in anything. Once again, the subway. (laughs) That's why I actually take newspaper if I'm going to the subway and I put the newspaper (laughs) down. But um, So why is this not part of American culture? Because... Here in the what they call the West, yeah. we think pharma is everything. Mm-hmm. Pharma is life. You make money off of pharma. Whatever's on TV, in some people's mind, is law. The advertising. Yeah. The advertising. Yeah. We're a consumer-based economy. 100%. Yes. Coupled with being conservative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's yeah. like unfortunate for better or for worse. I think that like Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow, even probably Kourtney Kardashian, they're the ones that probably brought it to my attention because mm-hmm. they got people either making fun of it or laughing about vaginal steaming. But I think it's interesting to know as a female, can you discuss what are the benefits of vaginal steaming? It tightens you up. Very important. It cleans you out. (laughs) Very important. (laughs) Because in all honesty, it is very important because as you get older, your pelvic floor muscles start to loosen. If you've had children. Children, I I have friends that say they can't sneeze without peeing themselves. Yes. If you've had children, your muscles start to loosen. And unless you're doing the pelvic floor exercises or going to a physical therapist, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people can't do or can't afford. Correct. So this would be either in addition to or as a replacement to going and having Mm -hmm. pelvic floor classes Classes. or a Mm -hmm. therapist. Because what happens is it balances out your pH. It cleans out. It's great for after your menstrual cycle because the menstrual cycle cleans your body out. And this just goes further and helps you even more to clean out, gets rid of all of that sludge. I mean, that's the only word I can use for it that's up, in, up inside. If there's a guy listening, put on your earmuffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you, you've you all seen it. Your cycle ends, and then you still have those little brown yes. spots. Yes, And you're like, I thought my cycle was over. over. But it cleans out those brown spots. Can you walk us through the how-to yes. what, to safely? How because, do you prepare a vaginal yeah. steam? Okay. Where do you do this and how, how does Because I'm this sold. I want to try <laughs> it, but I want to do it safely. You can do it safely at home. Okay. okay. So what you want to do is boil a pot of water and let it cool down, but not enough to where you don't see the steam. Okay. Okay. And what you do is you pour that pot of water into a bowl. Some people still use the pot, but I don't want you to burn yourself. Right, because the because metal will be hot. So do you go into a glass bowl? Does the material of the bowl matter? I prefer a wooden bowl wooden. or a plastic bowl. Okay. I prefer wooden because the bowls nowadays that are wooden are not porous. Yeah. So they won't hold on to all of that bad stuff that comes out. You won't really, you'll see a discharge sometimes, but then you take the herbs that... And I get organic herbs. Some some of the herbs are like basil and oregano. So you're going to make Italian food. <laughs> but um, it wouldn't be the basil and oregano you buy in the store. Okay. Because that is processed. So it's like the live plant. Like what if you grew basil and oregano at home? It's good. And then you dry it out at home. Okay. Because you're not adding things or taking away things. Mm-hmm. And you have a Yoni steam yes. that you sell with, mm-hmm. Alice, I have with your Allison Kane and company. Three, actually. Yeah. Three different types. One is for just every day. You want to clean yourself. You want to smell good. You want to feel good. You you just had your cycle. And instead of douching, because that can actually, 
that has sometimes have chemicals in it right. that can that actually can mess up you. your body and mm -hmm. strip you out, the Yoni Steam is actually better. So is this an oil, the Yoni Steam? No, it's actually herbs. Physical herbs. Physical and you put herbs. them in the boiling water. You put them in the boiling water. You lift your toilet seat up. You put the bowl in your toilet. Oh. And put, you can flush your toilet so that the water goes down. Okay. Put the bowl in. Put the toilet seat down. Okay. Then remove your garments, your bottom garments. Yeah. Sit down and put a towel over your, over lap. your lap. And you just sit there. Like you're like reading those. on your phone, talking to somebody. Like my husband does <laughs> for other purposes, yes. <laughs> I think all men do that because my son does that. Yeah. My middle loves son. to relax. Loves to sit in there. Reading yes. newspaper. Yes. He thinks the bathroom is his clubhouse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a clubhouse. Well, we're coming back and making our own. <laughs> so how long do we sit on the toilet while we're steaming? You want to do it at least 15 minutes. Okay. Dina and I are going to be yeah. having our conference calls <laughs> on the toilet next. So who are we? interviewing now yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, we're planning out our, our <laughs> if you're a person that's quote-unquote normal that doesn't have heavy periods that doesn't have cramping mm -hmm. or anything like that you want to do it at least twice a month twice a month mm -hmm. and then to what would you feel afterwards what is something that you're going to either see in the water or you're going to feel physically a difference different people feel different things some people have a discharge because they're, they're, it's cleaning them out and it cleaned them out faster because their cervix may be lower. Like I have a high cervix and it tilts. So it takes longer for me to see any of that. But if you have a lower cervix, you could see it right away. You could actually see it in the water. If you've done it right after your cycle, you could see it in the water. Interesting. Sometimes you might want to wear a sanitary napkin like a day or two afterwards because then things are coming out and you don't want to mess up your clothes. We women have been through that <laughs> when the I, cycle has surprised you. I use the, the underwear now, the different kinds of underwear that are meant for the oh. menstrual cycle, which is, I love it. Anyway. How is it? I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Because I'm a huge fan of menstrual cups and menstrual discs. I love the menstrual cups. I learned yes. about that about five years ago. I was fascinated. I said, I think every girl, and it's funny, I would always try to like tell my friends, like, why don't you try the cups? And they thought I was nuts. <laughs> and I was like, all right, maybe we're a little too old to like switch habits. But I think as a, mm -hmm. a young girl, mm -hmm. when you first get your period to get that, it actually yeah. is liberating because these cups, if anyone doesn't know what they are, <laughs> but do you remember me no, trying to I'm, Well, no, I'm all about it, but I can't figure out how to use it, which is, um, well, that's a okay. whole conversation another time. There's, a cup might not be for you because there's different sizes. There's too. different sizes, there's different brands, or you might be more inclined to the disc. My sister uses a cup, but I use a disc. Interesting. Because a disc is actually easier for me because once again, like it depends I said, on your body and your it depends anatomy. on your body. Right. You could have a low cervix. You could have a high cervix. Like I said, I have a high cervix and it tilts up. So the cup was not good for me. The disc actually moved Held. with my body. Right. So it was easier. I love the disc. But what's cool is you can wear it for 12 hours. Yeah. So imagine mm -hmm. if you're yeah. a kid and you don't have super heavy periods, yeah. especially on your light days. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just put it in. You don't have to even think about it. Totally. And people are like, oh, that's gross. I'm like, well, then you just change it in the shower. And it actually mm -hmm. gets you more in touch with your body. Is. Yes. I think we're so yes. not connected to our own yes. body. Like, don't look at your vagina. Don't touch your vagina. Yes. Like, that's because we were taught that. Right. Yeah. Conditioned. That's how I feel not, about the underwear. Right. That it's almost freeing to natural. not to. It feels more natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. Right. Yeah. So yeah. interesting. It's almost like we are, I guess, in the process of breaking our own conditioning. Right. Yes. About our own bodies. So it's fascinating hearing about the vaginal steaming that we technically, this may sound horrible, are like dirtier inside than we think or just yes. not as clean 
as we think, because some people think, oh, that sounds horrible, but it, that seems really benign. You like boil a pot of water, put it in a wooden bowl, stick it in your toilet, and sit there for 15 minutes. I mean, yes, that with is, some herbs. With yeah. some herbs. I mean, that seems pretty approachable and it's pretty safe. And I have a yeah. question. Do you use any particular kind of water? Like, does that matter? No. Does it need the to be? Because you're boiling, you're because boiling, you're boiling the okay. water. And a lot of times when you boil the water, if there was anything in the water anyway, it's now gone because you boiled it and the steam is evaporating. Because you, like I said, you want to wait till the water cools down just slightly because you don't want to burn yourself because you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can so that's the only yourself. thing to be careful of. And it's great heat. for people who've had miscarriages. That's what I was fascinated high, about. Heavy periods. Can you discuss about that, how that is helpful if you've had a miscarriage, why it's important to have a vaginal steam afterwards? Once again, because it cleans you out. People don't understand as sad as it may seem. And let me say this. Unless you purposely did it, a miscarriage is not your fault. So please do not keep blaming yourself. It's just, just not nature. your fault. It's sometimes things happen and it's not anything you didn't do, whether you didn't eat a right, the right food or you went to spin class on a Tuesday. It has nothing it's to do. True. It's not your fault. But what happens it is- didn't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> he was already tearing up over here. I'm sorry. It's actually a breakdown of the body mm -hmm. of the fetus. Also a breakdown of the womb and the sac that the fetus was in. Sometimes that can stay inside your body. And when you have a miscarriage, you hear the doctor say it, it aborted, but literally it's like the doctors will go inside and perform kind of an abortion to get all the stuff out, but sometimes they but don't. They call that a DNC. Yeah. Didn't get everything out. And so what happens is after you finish bleeding and the heavy bleeding is over, then you use the steam to kind of get everything else out. It will detoxify your vagina. Wow. I feel like because there's things that can't be seen yes. with the eye. And so, you know, yeah. it, it, this this is a more thorough, after the doctors have done what they need to do, there are things there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How is it that the steam helps to release whatever is going on internally? I find that fascinating. Even oh. though the water is steam, once it hits your skin, it turns back into a liquid. It moisturizes and it kind of washes away everything yeah. in there. When you boil herbs, the enzymes and everything that's in the herbs actually come out into the water and into the steam. And so it's like kind of stimulating and boosting yeah. whatever is kind going of like on. when it rains. The water goes, it rains, the water goes into the pond, the pond evaporates and mm -hmm. goes back into the sky and so then it yeah. rains. The same type of cycle. You steam the water, the water evaporates, it goes up in your body, cleans out your body and comes back down into the water. And, and so over I think again. especially if you've had a miscarriage and then you do a vaginal steam to help clean yourself out, you're probably helping your body be prepared in order to be yes. able to conceive again yes. and hopefully help boost internally that you'll be strong enough to be able to carry because a healthy baby. once again, it tightens you up. So some people, they may sound funny, but once with your pelvic floor muscles tighten, tightens you up, it helps get rid of any toxic sludge. It moisturizes. The word sludge is just because, getting me to <laughs> Because I, I, you know, it's, no, like, it's, it's right. a better word. There's not really a better word for it. One more thing I just want to also add is who should not do a vaginal steam? Everybody should do a vaginal steam. It's when you shouldn't. When not you shouldn't. who shouldn't. Okay. Who shouldn't is if you don't have a vagina. I'm just saying. That's what I thought in my head. I'm not trying to cut out a whole bunch of people, but I mean, it's all right. hey, if you don't it's have a, a vagina. Use. Yeah. 
you shouldn't do it while you're on your menstrual. Okay. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it as right when you had a miscarriage. You should wait till you stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. You should wait until you're a little bit healthier and then start it. You should do it when you're not rushed. Don't do it when you're rushed Be because relaxed. some people... They want to, and then that's when they mess up. That's when they get burned. And that's when they want to call me talking about, I'm a suit. No, you're not. This is what you did need, you need to do. I give specific. If you order my V-Sting, I literally give you a two-page instructions. Great. And you can go on my website and there is a page specifically dealing with the instructions on what to do. You need to be in a right frame of mind and you need to be relaxed. And when I say right frame of mind, don't just have argued with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other, and then say, you know what, I'm just going to go do this to relax. No. It's not replacing what the doctors ordered, but it's going to help. So you want to be in a good frame of mind to do that. You want to be relaxed. You hopefully want to be stress-free, not crying, not upset, not yelling, not screaming. And you want to do it in a time where somebody's not mommy, mommy. I was just when the kids are at school, if you can, because otherwise, whoever this. goes to the bathroom and yes. like doesn't have a child I, coming in. I am envisioning myself getting up, trying to be calm, <laughs> sitting down. All of a sudden, you know, yes. mom. Or when they do it the when they're asleep. Bed. Do yes. it when they're asleep. Do it when they they've gone to bed. By the way, they don't knock. I don't know why I'm no, knocking. There's noise. no Because knock. they don't no, knock. No, no they never home. knock. And oh. Also, if you have an IUD, I see that yes, you don't. should not. That's because important. Because I think a lot of people have IUDs now. And with the IUD, it's actually made to get rid of stuff. Mm, so what's going to happen is the IUD is actually going to counteract. And sometimes it may even come out. I was going to say, it feels oh. like it mm-hmm. would. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you also have an oil. That's yes. meant for the vulva. Yes. Correct. And does that work hand in hand with the steam or is that, what is the purpose of the oil? Okay. The oil can work hand in hand with the steam or it can work separate of the steam because the oil is good because some people like to shave. When the hair grows back, it itches. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so the oil can help moisturize and the oil can also help you smell good because in all honesty, you have people who may have odors and it's not because they're big. It's not because they're old. You don't know what that person's going through. They might be taking a medication and guess what? Medications affect your body. That's another reason why I don't like to take medications unless I absolutely have to, because sometimes the side effects of the medication is worse than what you're curing. I don't want to take a medication for asthma and one of the side effects be shortness of breath. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's defeating the purpose. Yes. It makes you feel good. It helps with the odor. So you put oil on on the outside of your outside, body. never in the inside. After your shower, after your shower, when you're putting on your lotions yeah. and things, it's organic. So you can put it there, and you don't have to worry about parabens, phthalates, things that cause like parabens can cause cancer. Parabens in almost all of your shampoos, conditioners, lotions. Some of the famous lotions, I can't name any names. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, no, they pretty much, unless they say they don't have it, just they, have they it. do. Yep. Because we don't mm-hmm. have any protocols that they're banned, a mm-hmm. lot of them in Europe, but they're not banned in the U.S. That's no. a huge, yeah, that's a, it's a yes. huge problem in this country that the regulation is 
behind, I think is the best word to say in terms of what we know how dangerous these chemicals are. Even certain foods are banned in the UK that are not banned here in the US. How I know my stuff is organic is not only do I go by UK and US standards, it helps that my sister is a lawyer for pharma. Oh, amazing. Well, there you go. Yes. So (laughs) inside track. Actually, she helped a lot because I'm like, what does this do? I can't use that. Yeah. Or what is this good for? Or how is this? And by her working with a lot of doctors and scientists and pharmacists, she helped me. As a matter of fact, she helped me kind of build my lab because even though I was doing it at home starting out, I have a separate section in my home where I test out products. No animal testing. PETA, don't come for me. (laughs) PETA, don't come for me. I don't do animal testing. You can test on me. I try. I'm right here. I'll come to your house. You can test on me any day. She helped me. Really? She helped me with a product that I have now called Refreshment. I know what you're going to say. What's Refreshment? Is that those shower steamers? No. No. It's an actual oil for aches and pains. Oh. I was talking to a man who I saw using a massager on his leg. I did not know who this man was. (laughs) But I saw him. No. No, no, no. no. I saw him using the massager on his leg. And I was like, you know what? I have an oil for that. And he was like, oil? I said, yeah, because, you know, essential oil. And we started having a whole conversation about the things he can do to help with the aches and pains in his leg. And I was talking to my son, my oldest son, who also has aches and pains in his legs because he plays sports. So I was like, you know, with that man in mind and with my son in mind, I literally was like, you know what? Let me get this together. And I made an oil and I put one of the ingredients, I'm not telling all the ingredients, one of the ingredients is menthol. Like icy hot in a sense, but a healthy version. Exactly. And I was literally putting it together and I saw her and I said, you know what? Here, try this. It's something new. And she was like, I love it. And I loved it. It was multi-purpose because of the menthol. It was great for colds. At the time, it happened to be that one of my kids had a cold and rubbed it on the chest and migraines on the temples. Wow. Um, And it wasn't too strong because I do have something that is essential oil based, but it is very strong. If you put it near your neck, like your eyes start like yeah. tearing. Yeah. So also I think that's important mm-hmm. that it's great that it's probably like more versatile than just for an aches and pain. Yeah. Everything I try to use, I keep kids in mind yeah. because I have yeah. children. And if I wouldn't put it on my children, I wouldn't have you put it on yours. Yeah. And also I think it's so great to have a product that like the whole family can use, mm-hmm. right? Like your kids can use it. If they have any sports injuries, if they have a cold, you can use it as an adult. Mm -hmm. I think that is super important. Where can we find your products? Oh, on my website. Other than if you live live in your building. (laughs) On my website is www.allisoncane. That's Kane with a K, K K-A-Y-N-E. So A-L-L-I-S-O-N-K-A-Y-N-E.com. And as far as the shower steamers are, the shower steamers are aromatherapy. And not only aromatherapy... But I have a shower steamer that helps with sinuses and, and headaches. I love that. I have to, I have, I have not tried them yet, but I can't wait. So they look like a little disc. And mm-hmm. so what do you do? You just put them in the shower and the water yeah, heats it up. It's a shower bath bomb. Yes, it's a shower. I've never seen it. It is a shower amazing. bath bomb. Not everybody takes baths. Right. 
So I love bath bombs. I love to take baths, but my middle son loves to take showers. My oldest son loves to take showers. Always the best inspiration, the kids. Yes, the kids were great. I also have a bath salt that you can use in the shower if you don't have, if you need something a little bit stronger. But you basically place it near the drain or of your shower or in an area in your shower where the water will hit it directly. As soon as the hot water hits it, it releases and evaporates the, the scents and the aroma. Okay. And so you're in the shower and you have menthol coming in your nose. Or you have, I have one that calls, I call it wake me up. It's citrus. And it has like lemon and orange essential oils in it. So it wakes you up in the morning. I also have one called sweet sleep. And it's got oh, lavender and chamomile. My young guy, we're always trying, always with the sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I well, want I have a spray for you. I'll give you oh, I'll take it. That you can spray on his pillow. It's got lavender in it. Yeah, I think okay. also just It'll creating help. sort of that spa. You know, of course, you have them for like specific uses too. But creating that spa-like experience at home, I think is so nourishing to like the body and soul that you don't always have to outsource it all, that you can really create that experience like totally. in the comfort of your own home. And we've talked so much, so many people we've talked to on this show have talked about the importance of ritual yes. Yes. and bringing it back to creating healthy rituals to help get your body ready for sleep. Mm -hmm helps to get that deep sleep that is so restorative. And so it's all connected. Right, and you're finding about. like what resonates with you. Like some mm -hmm. people might like to make a tea, some people might like to have it in their shower and like mm -hmm. whatever it is that you find, as long as you just keep seeking out and trying and we were talking about testing and being your own best experiment because mm -hmm. what resonates with me may not resonate with That's you right. or with you, totally. but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't all have our own little ritual, mm -hmm. whether if it's for sleep or waking up or whatever it may be. And just de-stress. Totally. And what I think is so important to mention about your product specifically, too, is the price point. Because I think you're very <laughs> deliberate about wanting it to be accessible. Yes. Which I think is fantastic and unique because wellness can be expensive. So I'm so grateful that I think you put a lot of thought into making sure that this is not a product that is out of reach for a lot of families. Is that Yes. And that's true because when I first started on my journey, it was because... I could not afford the expensive products, but I needed them. When something looks out of reach, then some people just fits, instead of trying to create them themselves or figure out a way to get it at a less expensive price, they either give up yeah. or they may do something that's harmful. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want people to go through what I went through. So even though I have a little money now, <laughs> I still remember those days and I still remember literally thinking, can I go in debt? And you would do anything to help your child. For my kids. Absolutely. And robbing Peter to pay Paul, payday loans, those are the devil. Um, <laughs> anybody, that, done that? <laughs> anybody that hears those payday loans, those are the devil. And when I made a conscious decision that I was going to sell these products to other people. I was very deliberate to make sure that everybody could afford it. So where a bar of black soap nowadays is anywhere from six to eight dollars, yeah. mine is from three to five. Where the Yanni Steen, you will go online, you'll spend 20 to 30 dollars, mine is like 10 because even though I have to get these products from different 
locations, organic locations. And even though organic is always more expensive, in my mindset, I want everybody to be healthy. I And if I can get one person healthy, that's one more person that can extend their life and one more person I've helped because I'm all about helping people. I don't want anybody to go through what I went through. Yep. I think that that's such a beautiful mission and I think such a wonderful message to share with our community. And also sometimes the way I think about it is that, you know, maybe you save just you know, don't buy a Starbucks drink and then hopefully you can save that money because they're very expensive these days. <laughs> Starbucks yeah. is very busy and I do love Starbucks, but in order to afford something for your family, even when it is a reach or, mm-hmm. you know, don't get your hair done or your nails mm-hmm. done that month, whatever it may be, you know, we always have to sometimes make those sacrifices in order to get and achieve something for our children. I think what's so incredible is that even when you feel like you have nothing and you can't do anything, sometimes you just have to dig within yourself and look, you created this amazing product that helps your children, your family, and now you're helping others. You helped me. I was gonna say, you were saying, if I help one person, I, I'm right here. You've helped even Done. the I'm knowledge. Glad. And as we've said all on knowledge is power. And so even just sharing the information that you have is incredibly helpful. Allison, thank you, thank nope. you, thank you. So so much. I really, we, we still want to talk about your coaching. So we would love to have you back another time. And, and there's okay. so much more to pick your brain about, but um, this has been so informative and a lot of fun. And thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. No, thank you for having me. It was fun. It was great. We loved having you and we'll definitely be having you back because like I said, you are superwoman, and there's so much more to dive in here and we can't wait to share it with all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Subscribe to The Well Drop on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Share with a friend who can benefit from listening too. Follow us on social media at The Well Drop.